Hey, 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 Travelpreneurs, Nicole Barrett here. How are you? I hope you're doing well. All right, so listen, I am excited to bring you this interview, this chat, let's say, that I had with travel agent Vicki Sneed of Vicky's Travel Designs based in New Jersey. Now, in this Zoom call that Vicky and I had, and this Zoom call was broadcasted live to Facebook, in this call, we talked about the challenges that she's faced in her business with marketing, some of the solutions that she implemented, and then what the outcome of those solutions were, big and small. Now, because this was broadcasted live to Facebook, we did have some interaction with some live viewers. So bear in mind that you will hear some of those conversations, but that's quite okay because they had some really good questions. Now, I do hope that you are in a position to be able to take notes from this conversation. And if not, listen through, and then I want you to come back and listen to it again, and then take some notes. All right, I'm super excited for this. Without further ado, here we go. Let's get started. Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, your go-to for real-world travel marketing tips and strategies to help you create the thriving travel business you've dreamed of. And now your host, Nicole Barrett. All right, so let me just go back to my uh, Zoom link here so I can see what's going on. Hey, Vicki. Hey there. So this is definitely my first live video. Oh my goodness. So you went from posting an introductory video a couple of weeks ago to doing your first live video. Yes. Yes. How and awesome I, is that? Yeah. And even when I did the intro video, I think I did 53 takes. So this is much different. <laughs> and it's, it's funny. We're going to talk about that. I'm super excited to talk about that video that you did and the 53 takes that it took you. So we're going to talk about that. All right. So here we are. I'm so excited to have you. By the way, you look beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And I love that little background you have going on. Um, But, you know, so I don't forget, I want to give our viewers a quick story of what you just mentioned just happened before I even introduce it, because I think it's important Mm -hmm. for people to know that things don't always go perfectly, right? Because you Not even for your first video. Not even for your first live video. Not even for your first, especially your first live video. Because you and I have been talking about uh, getting together with a live video for the past couple weeks. And I know we change the date a couple times and then we change the times once. Um, But now we are super prepared. And of course, what happens when you're supposed to come on this live video? Well, I'm having a new HVAC system put in and they were supposed to come tomorrow and they called this morning at 7.30. They want to come today. So we said, no problem. Then the inspector yeah. called and he said, he's coming. And I came out here all set to do the video, no problem, because they're hammering in the rest of the house. And here were all the contractors eating lunch in the sunroom. So I quickly- <laughs> In the room that you're supposed to be in, the and, contractors yeah, are having lunch. <laughs> yeah, eating meatball sandwiches. So I quickly ran into where we have our granddaughter's nursery and set up and then- the dogs were barking and my husband said, no, you can come out there. So I quickly ran back out here. So here I am. <laughs> and see, that's the thing is like, no matter what, something Murphy's Law, something will always go either wrong or completely wrong, or maybe just a tiny little nuisance like this one. But the point is that you push ahead anyway. All right. Exactly. So that's a, that's a perfect lesson. I want to make sure I point that out to everyone because I can tell you a lot of my lives haven't really gone well. 
And a lot of the videos um, that I do don't really go well, but I continue because I get better every time. And I'm sure it's the same thing for you. So with that being said, tell me about yourself, Vicky. I mean, I know you, but for those who don't know you who are watching, tell us what you do, where you are, and then uh, how we met. All right. Well, I currently own my own um, accredited travel agency. I worked as uh, um, an independent contractor since 2011 under a host. And, you know, all was going great, but he yeah. had relocated to Florida. So I thought this is the time. So I, I went full force and said, I'm just going to go out on my own. I'm not going to do any ICs. But then that kind of changed. Two great gals kind of just we we i they were colleagues i had known them before so now i i have two ics that i think are fabulous and i uh, know one of whom is in our academy by the way shout out to miss melissa who is doing yes yeah and she is amazing true entrepreneur yeah and um i i specialize in romance travel but of course do um all, all different kinds of, of travel. I started out, I guess, like, like most of us do, selling the Caribbean, honeymoons. Um, and I've really kind of broadened out to Europe and um, Asia. And I enjoy doing that as well. But I think that the true niche that I love is the romance travel. That's my passion. And you're, and you're good at that, which is fantastic. I love and it. I think I love the romance part. And, and I, I, I believe that's when you and I initially connected when I was with Sandals. Correct. Um, you were, yeah, you were the director of the region and I yeah. was trying to get my, oh, you actually met you at a training. You did a training. Yeah, at a workshop. Yeah, and you were talking about getting the car wrapped for Sandals and um, things weren't moving quite as fast as I would like. And I think I contacted you and um, that's how we initially met. Oh, look at that. Fantastic. So we go way back. And then when I started my own business now, you were like, oh my gosh. And then we reconnected. And then yeah. we've been working together one-in-one. Okay. So if I remember this correctly, our first one-in-one -on -one coaching call was in June. And I remember this because this, oh my gosh, it was a weird day. I had just taken the kids to um, an amusement park. Remember? Yes. <laughs> To Canopy Lake. Yes. And I was having tummy issues and it was just a bad day. Yes. I had my son's entire, well, I was a chaperone for my son's entire eighth grade class. Well, all 13 of them. And mm -hmm. with another mom. And I had this call scheduled with you. And I think we had rescheduled. But I ended up taking the call from the car and I was having tummy issues. I'm like, listen, I just want to let you know, Vicky, I may have to run. <laughs> I remember yes. that, uh, TMI, but real life, right? Yes, yes, that's and, true. That's true. And we had yeah. our first one-on-one um, -on -one coaching call from my car, if I remember that. And that was when we first started digging deep into your numbers and what you had going on and what, what you wanted to have go on. So with that being said, um, let's first start talking about, before we get into numbers, let's talk about your social media journey. So... Tell me where you were six months ago or even before you and I spoke in June, and then we're going to get into where you are now with your social media journey. Oh, 180. It's just, I, um, I, I think I knew the importance of social media, but I don't think I really knew um, how to best do it. 
I would post sporadically. It would come into my head. Oh, I, I have to post. I have to do something. Not really sure what to do. And was then it draining? I, sorry. Was it draining to think about that? Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Because it would, I would get it in my head that I have to post and I, what would I post? What would I post? I'd be looking at other social media or I would post when I would do fams, tons of it. And then I, I wouldn't do it for weeks. And, mm -hmm. um, and one thing that you said to me at one of our calls that really stood out is that if you are not on social media, because I think what I said to you was, I just don't want to be annoying on social media. I don't want to be that person, you know, look at me, look at me. And you said, if you are not on social media, you might as well have a first or clothes sign on your business. And that really hit home to me. Yeah. And, and it really proved itself over the months as I changed my whole, whole social media content. I would have people call to book trips to, um, for instance, a Mediterranean cruise. And they said, I just saw you post something about Europe. I didn't even realize you did that. So if I don't say it, how will, I know I can offer great service, but if I don't say it, how will my clients? How, how will they, they know? know? It's, how will especially they know? if you're a home base. I mean, you could have all the trips in your backyard for sale, but if you don't put it on your front yard with a for sale sign on it, no one's going to know you have it. And being a home-based or at-home agent, it is very difficult sometimes to say, where do I advertise? And like, you know, going back to what you said when we first met, well, when we first started working together, is that you don't want to be annoying. You don't want to say, look at me, look at me. When in truth and in fact, people aren't necessarily viewing it that way. It is our own limiting beliefs that, that's making us think that people are thinking we're annoying and that's not the truth right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it goes to the, it goes back to the communication because I remember, um, another thing that, and this has to do with audience more so than social media was when you decided, listen, I want to start emailing my list again, but what do I do? What do I say? I haven't emailed them in a few months. And you remember, I gave you some tips on that, that if you wanted to share what that was and then what happened because of that, um, what, what I call a reintroduction campaign. Yeah, well, I think the funniest thing, as I was saying to you, is that I just have so much going on. I have two grandbabies coming. I'm on Baby Watch. And you said, that's it. That's what you say. Guess what? I've been on Baby, baby Watch. watch. That's, that's your subject line. You have yes. to be real with your people. They want to see you as a person so they can connect with you, so they can do business with you. So your subject line was, I'm on Baby Watch. I'm on baby watch. Yeah. yeah. And, and the funny thing is I wasn't really doing my, not that it was funny. It was, I wasn't doing emails. I didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. um, I just put too much more thought in it. And then once I started doing the emails, I was shocked. I was having a 40 to 40 to 45% open rate. And I thought, Oh, people are, people do look. People and do. It's not, yeah. And, and it's, and, and you had said something to me once, don't worry about all the layout, just write an email. And that's what I have done. And it's, um, and, and that's the thing is that when we think about having an amazing layout and thinking about the photos that we have to put in there, we have to think of a banner, we have to think of a footer and we have to think of our logo. When we think about all of that, it is draining and we never get started. And it's the same thing with going back to social media is when you think about, you know, what am I going to post? It, it becomes very draining and it just takes the life out of you. All of a sudden you don't want to do it. You never get to it and you don't enjoy it. 
<laughs> or and you waste the half of the day thinking about it. Thinking about it. And another thing, remember you and I talking about what I said to you, well, you have more content than you think. Because that's one of the challenges is that you, we believe we don't have as much content to post. But once you started breaking it down, instead of doing a summary of a trip, you break down the trip into different pieces, different parts, and then all of a sudden you realize you have more content than you, than you thought you did. Yeah, exactly. All right. so, uh, so that was six months ago. Tell me where you are now and what have been your wins since you have changed your social media strategy? It's, it's definitely been the busiest summer I've had. Normally, summer is dragging a little bit. People are, at, people are away. They're not really thinking about their trips. Normally in the summer, I am just doing documents. Completely changed. A um, okay. couple of things that, um, that, that I changed. Your suggestion was just using Calendly on my um, webpage and on Facebook so people can, can schedule a call with me. And I remember when you brought it up, I thought, who's going to want to schedule a call? If they're thinking about it, they'll call or they'll send me an email. I was shocked. Two days after the link went up, I got an email saying a, a brand new client had scheduled a call. I was shocked. And then in that first two weeks, I had seven scheduled calls, new honeymoons. And I think, and I thought to myself afterwards, uh, that it's perfect. You know, people are, are looking through, they don't want to do the email right now. They don't want to pick up the call. They put it in there. It goes on their calendar, my calendar. I kind of know from a brief summary what they want, what they're going to talk about. I initiate the call. And I've had a 75% booking conversion with Calendly. With Calendly. Is that, is, that is such great news. And so, so let's talk about Calendly um, versus someone who put it on their website, which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. If your if you're scheduling um, software is embedded in your website, this is for you know, anyone else who has that, that's great. What I do suggest, and, and, and you did, is that you limit the amount of questions that you ask on the initial contact form, right? Yes. So yes. what I have seen a lot of people do is their contact form will have all these questions. Not only do they ask for name, email addresses, phone number, how many people are traveling, um, where they want to go, um, what room categories are they looking at, where are they flying out of, uh, they ask, sometimes ask for budget, then they're going to ask for all these details that if I'm booking a, a call with you initially, or if I'm a returning client or something, I don't necessarily want to fill out all of that information. That should be in the second go around, right? Because, and they may not even know. And even when they schedule that call, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're having second thoughts because you're still calling them and you have their phone number and right. that's your chance to, to introduce yourself, win exactly. them over, tell them the thing, tell them a little bit about yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 that's fantastic. I'm, when you told me that you were like, Nicole, I can't believe it. Not only did people book calls, but they actually booked trips. <laughs> I know. It was great. Listen, I still, I have a call this evening and this is actually a past client. I had done their honeymoon and I had gotten the Calendly appointment and it said, um, and actually she scheduled because of an email that I had, I had sent out to all my clients and it pretty much said, what are your 2020 vacation plans? And, mm -hmm. and I just really wrote on there. It's a great time to, to think about booking, um, 
few other lines. And the when she scheduled it on Calendly, what she said to me was, you must have been reading my mind. And I thought that was great because it, it came from the email, but then she didn't have time to talk now. She didn't even maybe have time to do the email. Doesn't really know what she wants to do, but mm -hmm. just scheduled that call. People because are busy. On, yeah. And because on the emails I send out, I do the, the scheduler call. Mm -hmm. So it's quick. It's quick. And you know, another tip that I always give is when you send an email, again, if you have a, a header, that's fine with your logo. If you have a footer, that's fine with all your details, but just a regular looking email that can be done in whatever email service provider that you're using, whether it's MailChimp or ConvertKit or whatever, um, just make it look like an email and make it short enough that people can read while they're in line waiting to check out at the grocery store. That's well, how and an email should be. And, uh, and with this particular email, I had sent it out originally and it was kind of a low open, but it was Labor Day weekend. It was maybe 30%. And I had gotten the email from MailChimp. You know, it's a good time to resend it out. And yeah. I never had done that before, but I thought this might be a good email to do it. It was short. Yes. It was kind of a good email, well-written, I thought. So I sent it back out and this client opened on the second. She didn't, maybe missed it on the first yeah. one. Yeah. So, so, I think so what you're talking tip. about for those who don't know is um, you can resend to unopens is what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So most email service, service provider will give you the opportunity to resend an original email to the, those who didn't open it before. And, and I don't think I would have ever done that before because I would have thought that was part of the annoying part. No, no and, it's not. And, and this client just truly missed the first email. And right. it, and she was, and, or maybe she wouldn't have thought, maybe she would have booked on her own. Maybe who knows, but right. it was and a like good, I said, people are busy. And, um, you know, the fact is they took the opportunity, whether they are, uh, in your audience or a past client, they took the time to give you their contact details. So they want to hear from you. Um, you yes. definitely don't want to be annoying. I mean, yes. You know, there are so many ways for people to contact us. And yes, social media is another step of things we need to do. But if we start looking at it, at a, you know, instead of looking at it like as, as annoyance or as a nuisance or another step, we need to say, okay, how can I make this work for me, right? How can I make it, this work for me in the time that I have? And again, that's social media and that's email marketing. You, it, it is the way to go, especially for an, an at-home agent. And of course, for people who have a storefront as well, because people aren't walking into your storefront as much as they possibly can or as much as they used to. All right. So let's talk now about uh, video. Let's talk about video. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I have had the most pushback from you. And I decided from the very beginning, I don't care what Vicky's going to say to me. I am a tough coach and I am not backing down. So let's talk about your fear of video and what happened. Well, I, you know, you were always encouraging um, the video and um, I just pretty much just would listen in the beginning. And then it got to be where we would have our calls scheduled and I was putting all this thought into how can I convince Nicole that videos just aren't for me. They're I think I said to you one time, Nicole, it's not me. It would seem fake. It's not genuine because I thought to myself, genuine is a keyword of Nicole's. I'm going to throw that back at her and say, <laughs> it's not, it's not genuine if I do it. And then it got to be that, um, 
I'm not going to convince her I can't do it anymore. I'm going to do this video. <laughs> and um, a matter of fact, funny story. I said to my husband today before we got on this call, I said, I think Nicole has tricked me into a live video because I'm doing a live video today with her. Yes, I have. Yes, yes. I have. But um, it definitely does get easier. It definitely does. And and the intro video I did, even though um, it was hard, it was really hard um, to, to do it. I was shocked at the positive feedback that I got. So I think what I'm seeing of myself wasn't maybe what my audience was right. seeing. But, um, you know, it's you know, hard. But what do I always say? One of the things I always tell you and anyone else who I work with, I say, get over yourself. Yes. Well, I think that actually the very first video I did um, was even before the intro. And that also was so short. But I remember saying to you, oh, my gosh, Nicole, I, I wore a turtleneck sweater. I looked like I looked like Dolly Parton. What was I doing? I said, you have got to tell me I need some tips on this. And you did give me the light box was a good tip. And um, just just other, you know, Things, yeah. Um, yeah, the I the 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 stand for the phone, little things. And you know, and, and that's one of the things about working with people is, and that's one of the things I really like about working with you, Vicky, is, you know, I say here's what you need to do, and you do it. And not only do you do it, you send confirmation, and you want me to review it. And if you I don't do. get me on email, you're getting me a messenger, right? Yeah. You're sending me a text. You're like Nicole. Does it look okay? Is it right? I love that about you, that you are an yeah. action taker. And I say to you yeah. this, and you do it. I love that because you want to work with people who are action takers, but also who are coachable. Well, I think I made, I decided, you know, I, I had a full-time job, of course, um, a, a career prior to this, and I had done both for a while. But after I retired, I thought I was going to do this part-time. And I said to myself, if you're thinking about this all the time, you, you might as well, are you going to do it? Or are you going to do it? Right. And then, um, once I made that decision, I wanted to do it as best that I could. I wanted to do it. I, I enjoy it. I love you it. Enjoy it. You can't do it without clients. That's awesome. I love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. All right. So let's talk now about you doing this full time and then your numbers, right? We're going to talk about goal setting and yeah. We're going to talk about how you used to set your goals with whether it's numbers or dollar amount. And then when you're done with that, we'll talk about how you're now setting your goals. So tell us a little bit about when we started working together, how you were setting your goals um, annually. And I don't even actually think I was setting goals because I was not, um, I was looking at what I was bringing in monetarily mm -hmm. each month. Like, right. so what I, but, but that could have been from a booking a year ago or a booking a year and a half ago because of doing destination and honey, destination weddings and honeymoons, you book so, so far, you know, it, you're booking ahead so far. So you had, um, suggested doing it by what what have you booked this month what have you booked this year what did you book last year at this time and that was an eye-opener and and once you do it you think why weren't you measuring it that way before because if you are say having a a, a slower week or a slower month and you had such a great idea you said put out a couple more emails send out that extra or put out a couple more facebook for 
social media post or send out another email. And that, that was, um, it made was a bit of the a, extras that you were missing. Yeah. It was a bit of a game changer for yeah. me to see, not only to see, to, to try to increase the sales, but what was I doing then? Like, what did I do last month? If my numbers are good, what am I doing now that made my numbers right. so good? Mm-hmm. So then I could, um, you know, continue to do those things or do things differently. Right. And, and kind of replicate that. Right. So, exactly. so how are you setting your goals now? Um, and by the way, before you do that, guys, if you have any, while you're watching, if you have any questions for Vicky or for myself, please just let us know in the comments. Okay. If you have any questions. So how are you setting your goals now, Vicki? Pretty much. I will, um, I will do a monthly I did um, I, I put what I did last January February March and I do that for this year now what did I book this January what did I book in February what was going on when that was happening what did I um, and I, I run my totals now every two weeks which I really didn't do before I was doing like oh I'm having a great year because this is what I made but it really had nothing to do with what I was doing. I had no measurable data. Right, right. But now I feel that right. it was uh, it was what you made up until that time, but not necessarily what you need to book. Yes. In order to make what you want to make. Exactly. So we're measuring it. While those are great, you know, those are both great datas. Um, it is, you definitely want to measure the future. So that's going to affect what you're currently making in whatever present you're in, whether it's now or three months from now. Well, especially if you're, if you've changed your marketing up a bit, mm-hmm. which I have with social media and, and some other organic, um, things that right. I'm still doing in the community, but it, it allowed me to see. And, and honestly, the difference was, was substantial. Um, you know, I was and you hit a big a- milestone last week, didn't you? Or was it the week before? I'm sorry. You hit a big milestone numbers wise last week. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. I really did. So without and sharing it- the numbers, talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I, I had booked 16 trips in a matter of two weeks. I mean, that was, that, I, that was, that was pretty substantial. Deal. Yeah, it really was. And two of them were groups. Mm-hmm. And so that was, um, you know, that was big. And the, what I have done in this month compared to what I did a year ago was a 35% increase. Okay. Woo! Yay! Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And so then that you're was... prepping now to go on your fam to Jamaica in a couple weeks. Yes. And you are taking the steps that I've given you, the tips that I've given you now, that I've been giving you about what to do before you go on a fam, what to do when you're there, and what to do when you return. So how are those plans going between now and when you're leaving, your before fam plan? Good. I started doing, um, I did my first questionnaire poll, even though when I first did it, I, I didn't quite understand that I had the wrong answer up. But I um, am starting to do some things to let my clients know um, that I'm going to be in Jamaica. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Um, I, I think I did something that talked about um, packing and getting ready. Right. And I'm going to continue, um, you know, doing that. Uh-huh. And, and the purpose for something like that, uh, just so everyone knows, if you don't know, is really to create engagement. 
you're not necessarily having a transaction. You're not creating a transaction. It may lead to a transaction, but you're not. What you're doing is you're engaging with your audience and having your audience engage back with you instead of just posting stories or um, you know, sending an email newsletter without asking a question, you're giving them an opportunity to, to make it a two-way conversation instead of a one-way broadcast, right? So that's what you're doing. And, and so these people will now be invested in your story as you move forward, right? So let's talk now. That's a perfect segue into, because, um, you know, there are challenges that we have, right? So what are some of the things that you haven't mastered yet? And then let's talk about how you're going to master them. So for example, like Instagram stories, right? Because that's one thing that you, you just started using the polls a few weeks ago. And you're yeah, still getting to know that. So what's your plan for that? I definitely have to improve on my stories. Um, I, I think that I, I, I actually, I have clients that are away right now um, on a Viking cruise and I've been watching their stories, seeing how they've done it. And it is engaging to see yes. what they've done. And so I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking forward to doing that on the fam as I go to different resorts mm -hmm. and to, and to really utilize it. I think sometimes it's just not thinking, um, you know, people care. You're like, who cares? Yeah. But I'm yes. going to tell you, people do. Let me tell you, I have, you know, some of the most engagement in my Instagram stories, more engagement than I have in my feed. Yes. And people, you have to find your jam and stick with it. So I know for certain that Instagram is my jam. You know, every time I ask people, where did you find me? For those people who I don't know who are not on my email list, a good 50 something percent of them will say Instagram. Right. And so I stay in my lane and I put my marketing efforts where, where they're making, where it's coming to fruition. Right. And I'm getting more engagement and more requests for my services through Instagram stories than I do in my feed. So I definitely highly suggest it. And something that you and I have talked about before is remember that your Instagram story is really, really is a story. It's not just you just popping up photos. It is you talking about what's going on. And then more or less, for the most part, do like a summary or a wrap up, right? So take, for example, if you go and you post, um, I'm at the bakery. I don't know which cupcake to choose. Do I choose chocolate or do I choose vanilla? and you put up the poll that says chocolate or vanilla, and I'm voting on vanilla, right? And I invested my time to hit vanilla with my finger, and you just, tomorrow there's no update. Next week, there's no update. I'm like, what's going on? Did she pull, did, which one did she choose? Did she choose chocolate or vanilla? Or did she choose another one? Did she choose red velvet? You know, so I'm, now I'm invested. Right? So yeah. just remember that while you're doing this, a story is a story and people want to know what's going to happen next. I'm not saying to spend your whole life doing that. You can accomplish that in two or three 15 second story posts. Yeah. Yeah. I, def I definitely need to improve on um, my stories. Instagram is still new to me. I didn't really use Instagram at all until you and I started working together. And um, I, I enjoy it now, but it's like everything. Once you, you know what you're doing, you, you feel a little bit more right. um, confident. And once you, and you, decide you do to just it. come out of your comfort zone, you're good. Yes, exactly. Good. All right. Exactly. So if you have any tip 
tips or anything else that you want to throw out there to anyone who is maybe uh, thinking about how do I jump in with putting myself out there? Because I think other than working on your numbers and talking about how to increase um, some of the places that you, because we worked on what are you booking now? And then we've also worked on what you want to book more of. And then you and I have a strategy in place through, through my coaching for that. So that's obviously between you and I, that's our strategy. But we've also worked on you putting yourself out there more in order for this strategy to actually work. So what advice do you have for people who want to put themselves out there more? Either they're not putting themselves out there or they're doing it just a little bit or they're, they may be doing it a lot but still need some tips. I think the, the, the thing that, sorry, there's a plane flying over right That's now. <laughs> I think that what really, really helped me get going was I took a Sunday um, one day, you know, during football, mm -hmm. and I just, and I used During you, football, I, the blasphemy. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I know. Doing, um, I was probably losing at fantasy football anyway. Um, <laughs> but I, I used two apps that really helped me. Um, Canva, um, which helps me design posts, and, you know, and also to get pictures other than what I'm doing. I have a ton of Caribbean pictures, but because I am promoting Europe more now, the Maldives, I'll use Canva to um, get great photos. And mm -hmm. what I did was I, and also using um, Preview, which is a great app for storing yeah. content. And I, I did a full, probably three weeks of content of what would be good. And um, I'm still using it because other things popped up along the way. But for those times where I want to post, I have, uh, I have content. And every few weeks, I do that. I think sometimes I just I, I'll think of a post. I'll put it in my iPhone under the notes section. When mm -hmm. I have quiet time, I create content either using Canva or Preview. And I just um, store up some content. And it's... And this way, I feel like I always have something to post that I think is of value. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the biggest tip. Have that, have that content in your back pocket. Because and, and we do have to stay present on social media. You do. And, and I, I, you know, the thing is, you, people often wonder about why. Why do I have to stay present? And that's great if you have a backlog of current clients or past clients. That's fantastic. But it is a great tool to use to get new clients. So if you're comfortable with the amount of business that you're getting, great, don't use it. But if you are going to be in this business for a little bit longer, you definitely want to be having an inflow of um, new clients. And that's what social media does and email. Well, especially in my niche, I think, because I do honeymoons and destination weddings, people mm -hmm. get married um, they may not travel for a couple of years. They're right. buying a house. Of course I have my regulars, but, um, I, I, I enjoy doing the brides and you know, you're usually yeah. only a bride once. I've had a couple that have been brides twice. That's okay. Right, right. But, um, so it is good. And, and, you know, let's face it, brides are on social media. They're seeing yeah. who their friends booked with. They're seeing, um, 
and yeah. they're searching the hashtags that you definitely want to be using. And that's a whole nother conversation for another time, which I know you've been, you've shaken up the hashtags that you use now, by the way, but that's a whole different training. Yeah. We, can, we can talk all day about hashtags. All right. So, uh, one thing else, something else I want to mention uh, before we wrap up is, um, let's talk about if you can, uh, remember, if you can think of one, um, because it's not all peachy, it's not all rosy. I mean, we go through this every single day. And, you know, as business owners or people who are trying to get clients or wherever, even myself, it is not always, you know, peaches and roses every single day, right? There are yeah. days where like, oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. Even doing one video, I remember the night you were doing the video, how many takes did it take you? It, it truly took me probably two and a half hours. And, and I remember sending an email and saying to you, okay, it's up. What do you think? And you did not respond. I think it was like an hour and 15 minutes. And it, and was, also thought, about, it was also around 1130 at night. True. And I said, oh my gosh, she saw the video and she, she doesn't know how to tell me, take it down. Um, and so, and then you did respond back. I was so um, I responded glad. back before I went to bed. Yes. I, said, hey, yeah. Vicky, I sent you a voice note, I think. Yes. And I yes. said, hey, Vicky, I'm crawling into bed. It's midnight. But I just want to tell you that that <laughs> video is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it felt good. It felt yeah. so good to accomplish the goal. I, I, I hate to, um, I hate to be afraid to do something or I hate right. to have a goal and not accomplish it. Right. Right. And, and again, that's just one small thing, but there are so many things that are going to be frustrating. They're going to say to you, Oh my gosh, I cannot do this. Let me put this down, walk away from it, but come back to it. Don't give up and just feed off that momentum and just always know one of the things I mentioned in my last live is do not tie yourself worth to who shows up in your post and who doesn't do not tie yourself worth to who shows up in your email newsletter and who doesn't respond, you know, and who doesn't respond to your questions in your email newsletter, because the world needs to know what you have. You have something to share. And for the person like that, that lady who responded to the second email that you sent, who said, Oh my gosh, you, you know, you must, I was thinking about you, whatever it is that she said, you must have been reading my mind is what she, is what you, I think you said. Um, those people, they need to hear from you. Can you imagine if you hadn't sent that email at that time? Right. Yes, and exactly. I'm not saying she wouldn't have reached out to you, but she definitely wouldn't have reached out to you in that moment. And then life could go by because we're all so busy. Exactly. So I say, put yourself out there. It has been proven time and time again. And just sh let the world know what you have to offer and do it in your own unique way. Stay in your lane. Don't watch anybody else. Do it like Vicky and I'm going to do it like Nicole. So, All right. Good yeah. advice. Woo. All right. So um, where can people find you, Vicky? I know on Instagram you are Vicky's Travel Design. Design. Yes, that's, yes. Yes. That's where I am on all social media, Vicky's Travel Designs. Correct. And across all social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Yes. Um, so we're going to be working on your Twitter strategy soon. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And I want to, I want to do that. I want to do that. And Pinterest. I think Pinterest, Pinterest would be good. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Every time I bring yes. something up, you're like, oh my gosh, Nicole. But yeah, you're still <laughs> with me. You're still with me because it, it works. It works. But, but yeah, but you're a great motivator. You're a great motivator. <laughs> that is, that is honesty. 
Good, good. All right. Well, fantastic. Um, I see some people came on and said hello. Um, hello, everyone. How are you guys? Um, I don't see any questions yet, but I'm going to get off because um, I have another call I need to hop on. But if you have any questions, guys, uh, please post them in the comment section and I'll answer them after this live has ended. And I believe that is it. By the way, um, I'm sending out an email later on today or maybe tomorrow. I'm giving the people in my academy an opportunity first to sign up for uh, workshops. I have two workshops coming up, one in Massachusetts and one in New York. And I'm going to blast those out soon. I know you can't attend because you're going to be away, Vicki. I but am. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple of fans, but I'm going to make one of them. And you have your anniversary trip coming up. I, yes, I do. We're yes, I do. St. Lucia. Yeah, we're excited. Hey. I haven't told my husband yet that he's going to be taking the helicopter transfer. But <laughs> I'm going to do that on stories. And hopefully he's not refusing to get on. Hopefully not. Hopefully <laughs> not. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. Yes. All right, folks. Um, I'll let you know the workshop details uh, once I post them uh, later on, hopefully tomorrow. And hopefully this evening, if not tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Nicole. You thank can stay you. On. I'm going to end the live, but uh, you can stay on here, okay? All right. All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. All right. So wasn't that a great conversation? I absolutely loved it. And I really hope that you did too, and that you were able to take some mental notes or you were able to write some uh, inspiration or, you know, put something on your to-do list, whatever it is. I really hope that you got some gems from this conversation. I know it was a little bit long, uh, longer than a normal podcast episode for me, but that's quite okay because if it works, if it, if it works, it works. And if it's filled with gems, that is quite okay too. All right, please drop me a line. Let me know if you enjoyed this. And if you have any questions, uh, I'm happy to answer them. In addition to that, feel free to also join me on Facebook in the Travel Marketing with Nicole Barrett Facebook group where a lot of these conversations happen. All right. I hope to see you there. Talk to you soon.